Welcome to episode 115 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and also on Instagram under the same name, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, and also on YouTube. You can find us everywhere. Yay! Um, I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at dreamsweetslove, and on Instagram under the same account, and avoiding Disney C for the moment, but I will go. And... Here, as ever, the amazing Chris! Yay! Hey, what's going on? <laughs> well, unlike you, I am not avoiding Disney. See? Is you're a good boy, Chris. <laughs> I am, I am. Um, I am your other host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer and the one still going to Disney Sea. And I'm also eating all the seasonal offerings in the parks. You can find me on my personal Twitter at ExplorerNelgay. And I'm the one usually running all the other TDR Explorer social accounts. So usually if you see, you see something posted, that's usually me. Usually. <laughs> oh my goodness. We have quite the show today. Oh my God. <laughs> one of the, yeah, uh, all about Pixar playtime and Duffy heartwarming days at Disney Sea. It's been getting a lot of hate, a lot of flack, a lot of everything on social media so we're going to talk all about that today and let everybody know what to expect what we liked what we didn't like things like that (laughs) um but before we get into that really quick about our patreon uh thank you so much for everyone who is pledging to our patreon uh we can't do this but without you and we cannot thank you enough for it if you'd like to pledge to our Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And one of our levels for pledging is the $5 level. And what that gets you is early access to all our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who doesn't love early access? And there's also other levels on there. So you can go and check that out. Again, it's at patreon.com slash TDR now. And we're still working towards to get our fi- to our $500 level, which means once we hit that level, we're going to do an extra 30-minute episode every month that'll go to everybody. It'll go on iTunes and Google Play and all those things where it's just a Q&A show. So we'll just go through our mailbag and go through all the questions because we do have quite the backlog of questions. <laughs> so... Yeah, we would love to be able to get through all of the questions that everybody sends to us. All right, so Trish, what are we what are we talking about besides Pixar stuff? We've got um, well, we got other stuff that we're talking about. We got a little bit of news. Um, we we're going to talk about what we did in the parks this week. Um, Pixar, um, our park tip and listener questions. So news, there's not too much news. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, the 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 Chinese New Year's merchandise has come out at Hong Kong Disneyland. It's super cute. I think it's Shanghai too, but I'm not sure. But like Hong Kong Disneyland, I I know someone brought me back some souvenirs this weekend, so it's super super cute. Speaking of Hong Kong, I. I think like just before we started recording, Hong Kong Express, which is my choice of airline to fly to Hong Kong from Tokyo, 
just sent out an email saying that all routes are on sale. So once we're done, I'm going to go check the routes or like check how much my flight to Hong Kong would be because I want to go over there and check out all the Chinese New Year stuff. Because I've never been before during Chinese New Year. You should. I think it actually gets crowded during that time. I know. It'd be kind of nice to see the park crowded for once because every time (laughs) I've gone, it hasn't been very crowded except for the one time I went. But that was like a special case because the park was bought out or whatever. But yeah, I I would like to experience that. I've never seen that. So I like the like the one thing I love about the parks over here in Asia is all the cultural stuff that happens. So these are things that you're not going to see at the other Disney parks. You know, like Chinese New Year and New Year's in Japan and things like that. So I just, I really love being able to experience those things. That's super interesting for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we have uh, the New Year stuff at Hong Kong. And I'm pretty sure Shanghai probably has it out too. Or if it doesn't, it will be very soon because Chinese New Year is in February. And we're getting close to February here. Um, on our Instagram, there's Instagram stories. Yeah. They're the like quick little 15-second video clips or um, photos that you can share. And I thought, why don't I share like really quick little tips about Japan in general when I'm out and about? Like, of course, some of the places are well-known places that you probably read in a guidebook. But other things are places that I've found over the course of time. And I thought... Why don't I just share it? So I started, I shared a couple things last week. I was in Akibara and I shared a whole bunch of my favorite places to go and a lot of people loved it. Oh, great. Uh, other explorers like just loved it. Everyone wanted to find out how to download the videos and wondering if I was going to do like a full video on YouTube or doing a blog post. And then I also did one the other day for, went to my neighborhood 7-Eleven because, you know, convenience stores in Japan are vastly different than the ones in america and canada and the uk and australia (laughs) like all (laughs) most convenience stores in that aren't in japan and other parts of asia are very different so i decided to share my favorite food items that i usually get from 7-eleven because you know you know after a while after living here for so long you kind of go back to the same things over and over again just because those are things that you like so I decided to share my favorite snacks that I get from 7-Eleven. So there was like my favorite onigiri, which is the the rice ball, which is tuna and mayo, by the way. Love that. Um, the pizza steamed bun. Oh, yeah. It's really yummy. Oh, so good. The pizza man is what it's called in Japanese. Um, then <laughs> so like the corn dogs. Here at Seven Eleven, American dogs. <laughs> yeah, they're called American dogs. Which I, when I first heard that, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit on the nose, but whatever. Why is it called American dogs? I don't know. I guess it makes more sense than corn dog because I guess in Japan, if something said corn, people would think corn but on the cob. It's made out of cornmeal, so it could be a corn. I don't. I don't know, but. I never had a corn dog here until maybe a year or two ago when a friend said, no, you have to have the corn dogs. I'm like, okay. So I had it and it was really good. <laughs> like the breading they use, I don't know what type of breading it is, but it's definitely not like cornmeal or some, I don't know what it is, but it whatever. It's like sweeter, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's almost like a 
donut. Wait, wait, what what corn dog were you eating? The one at Seven Eleven. Like really? it was, it was very sweet. It is. It's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever they put in it, it's delicious. Um, another thing that I usually like to get is the meat sauce Doria. It's called, which is just a like a Balinese sauce rice casserole. Yeah, it's like a little mini casserole. Yeah, so good. And it's cheap. It's like 400 yen. Yeah. No, three 300 yen, even cheaper. So that's like, what, 250 US? Mm-hmm. And it's just like meat sauce with some minced uh, beef and pork and tomato sauce on rice with cheese. And they warm it up for you. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Are you hungry, Chris? <laughs> I'm getting very hungry, yes. <laughs> um, and then I, I shared some other snacks uh, that I like to get. Um I did share the, or I, I saved them on Instagram. I saved them under the highlights. So if you want to go check it out, you can go there. It's Instagram.com slash TDR Explorer. So I've been kind of experimenting with that to see how it goes. And so far it's been going pretty good. And I'll at some point do, hopefully do a YouTube video and maybe, a, and also a blog post. But yeah, so much to do, right? <laughs> Oh, for sure. I, I like to I like to watch people eat foods from other countries. Mm. Like, I think it's just kind of like really entertaining, you know, <laughs> like, German yeah, that's snacks, true. That's true. Or like Australia snacks or Japan snacks or China snacks. You know, it's always interesting to see what the different countries like what's what's popular and what people are eating. And, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, the ebook. I know I've talked about this before. <laughs> So close to be f- to finishing the ebook for Tokyo Disney Resort, the unofficial guide to Tokyo Disney Resort. Oh my goodness! It's a lot, right? It's been a it's been a lot of work. I've been working on it almost every day, like little by little. Um, it's been a lot of work. I put in tons and tons of work into it. I'm, of course, I've been getting help with it, like with the design, like the cover design, the layout of the book. And also help with editing and all this stuff. So like, there's been a lot of work put into it. And I'm so happy that we're getting very close to finishing it all. Um, not quite there yet, but very, very close. And hopefully the tentative release is end of February. Nice. Uh, um, so was that it for news? There wasn't really much. Um, there's a little bit like there's the English um, website for the TDR um, official uh, website is adding little by little more information, which I find kind of interesting. So before it would it would just like tell you for like the Japanese menus, like the seasonal menus or like the seasonal goods to just go straight to the Japanese um, website through a link but I think you know probably for a lot of people it's like ah it's like daunting it's like oh, it's all in Japanese what do I do so they're starting to include it's kind of interesting like some pictures that you can scroll through that um, has like examples of the different special menu items and the different merch which is kind of interesting with the English description under it so there, it seems like they're moving towards adding more um, language resources. But I know the website offers, I think, like six different languages right now. So they have to do it for all of them. So it probably takes time to get moving. But I think that's kind of cool that they're adding more and more stuff. Yeah, I guess that's one thing we need to remember is, like, they're not just, like, it's not just English they have to do. They have to do Chinese and Korean and I think Thai. Like there's there's a bunch of other Asian languages they have to do as well. So it's not just English, right? right? So I can understand that does take time and resources and money and stuff like that. Um, so 
Yeah, hopefully, like, uh, I'm hoping by 2020 they have it almost completely, you know, mirrored from the Japanese website. That would be fantastic. Because there is a lot of information on the Japanese website. Like, if you go to it and you can read Japanese, like, you notice there's a big difference in information there. Uh, but again, that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to bridge that gap. So, yeah. Before we get into Pixar playtime, let's talk about our In the Parks I went, I went a lot. I went a lot this this time. <laughs> but it was all at Disneyland. All at Disneyland. It was all at Disneyland. So we did like Star Tours stuff and we tried like the different menu items and um, we we started doing the the recruit the recruit activity where like um, so Japanese like job applications like it's like um, it's it's under something called like recruiting, which basically means that they're looking for employees. And so Star Tours is looking for employees and it's kind of cool because you get like um, you get like the actual company guide for Star Tours and it talks about the different vehicles and where they like the air like not the airports, the spaceports that they land at and like the company policies. It's like like really like a company like guidebook, which is kind of interesting. And um when you then you have like an exam that you have to take and it's like it's like make sure you fill in the 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 things properly all the way don't go outside of the ball you know <laughs> and it gives you like a it gives you like a, a a special star tours pen like a company pen to use and it's really it's really fun i have to finish it it's a lot of kanji and even with my son helping me we're like ah it's so complicated because the questions get gradually harder and it's like oh my oh my god i don't have time for this so we had to we had to go and um when you write star tours you get like a little special star tours pamphlet right now until i think march which is kind of fun so it's it's like a it was like a kind of like fun thing to do for the day and um, then an another friend of mine came uh, this week and we met at Disneyland and we watched the Frozen Projection mapping show and we commiserated over <laughs> the Pixar event. <laughs> and because um, he's been going from the 10th anniversary. So he, he, you know, he knows the parks like really well. And it's like it's a shock. I think it's like a shock to a lot of people and him and, and my husband could come and so him and my husband were talking about the 15th anniversary and how awesome it was <laughs> so it was kind of fun and I even met up with some explorers um who were super super sweet and chill and super nice and it was so nice to meet them so um it was a it was a really fun week at the parks that sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah what did you Cause do because uh, I know like the last few times you're like oh, I haven't gone I haven't gone <laughs> <laughs> well, because I had jet lag like the week before. That's true. Um, the the Star Tours thing, uh, activity you talked about, it's only in Japanese, correct? It's only in Japanese, and there's a lot of kanji. Well, I guess if you're studying, that might be <laughs> a, good, a good thing to do. For oh, sure, my goodness. yeah. <sighs> kanji. Yeah, we will talk about that in, in a second. I, I have a story about the kanji and Pixar playtime, which I'll tell once we get to that Ooh. portion. But um, so what have I done? Ugh, what have I done? What haven't <laughs> I done? Um, well, since like New Year's and stuff, um, I was doing all that stuff and since early last week. But that, of course, that, that's all gone now. Um, I've gone for I went for the like the. The preview days of both Pixar Playtime and 
Frozen Fantasy. So uh, I was there for all that stuff because I kind of wanted to. I decided I would do the 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 sneak stuff mm-hmm. instead of waiting for the 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 official start date right. of the event just to get a, a good heads up or head start on everything. So that was mostly what I was doing, and um, I also met up with some explorers. I think it was the same people. It's the same people, I think. Yes, <laughs> yeah. We're super um, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I met up with them. Um, I did meet some other explorers. I met some from Australia as well that stopped Ooh. me in the park. And I met a few others from uh, the U.S. too. Um, so it's it's always nice meeting other explorers in the park. So if you ever see me, um, don't be afraid to stop me. It's totally cool. I don't bite. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you end up seeing me, please say hi. I love meeting everybody. So that's totally cool with me. Um, but yeah, other than that, mostly Pixar playtime stuff. So why don't we just get into that? I feel like we're I feel like we're gonna spend a lot of time on this. And also the Duffy, uh Duffy heartwarming days as well. We'll talk about that too. Oh where should should I start? Should I okay. Do you well do you want me to start or should you start? You should start because you you spend time there. You know what's got what's up with the event. For the most part I do. Um so yeah, our winter event this year at Tokyo Disney Sea is Pixar Playtime and Duffy Heartwarming Days, and it's running now until March 29th, or sorry, March 19th. I wrote 29th for some reason in the notes, but that's wrong. It's March 19th, 2018. Um, it started on January 11th. So Pixar Playtime is interesting. Let's just put it that way. Um, And the Duffy Heartwarming Days is the replacement event for the years past where we've had Duffy's Sweet Duffy, it was? Yeah, it was Sweet Duffy, Um, which essentially was just an event to sell merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what every event is really? It's a a Valentine's Day thing, though. Yeah, it, it, it... like the Duffy heartwarming days this year still like revolves around sweets and chocolates Mm -hmm. and things like that. And there's still, there's some heart shaped goods and stuff like that. So let's just talk about Duffy heartwarming days first. Cause I think that'd be a good way to start. Sure. Yeah. Um, It's like more compact, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, like, it's nothing spectacular by any stretch, but it like, if you're a fan of Duffy, you're going to like the event. Um, so, of course, there's merchandise. There's lots of merchandise. So, brand new costumes for Duffy, Shelly Mae, Gelatoni, and Stella Lou. Uh, they have all brand new costumes. And there's plushes and all these cute goods. And there's also baked baked goods, baking goods, like utensils. So, there's chocolate molds that you could buy. There's also a heart-shaped pancake frying pan. I love that. Yeah. Which you can make four different heart-shaped pancakes all at once, and they all have each of the characters on them, which is super cute, super cute. Um, and then, of course, we have the stationery. There's an i, I believe there's an iPhone case, I think so, um, and uh, like all that other, you know, typical merchandise stuff that they always have. Super cute, very popular. Um, I had a friend who was there the first day of the merch release, and it was like a 
three hour wait or something to get but into the stores. He knows better. He knows not to go the first day of merch release. What have we told you guys? Oh, he, like he, he wasn't there to buy it. He was just at the park that day. And oh. he, just hap- he happened like he knows not to go. Yeah. Um, but he he saw that and he was sending me pictures. He's like, look at this line. I'm like, that's ridiculous. And then funny story. I went the very next day. I just mm. walked right in. Yeah, that's always <laughs> the case. It's every time. You can, yeah. it's, there's no line the next day if it's not a weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just keep an eye on that. First day is always crazy, especially for Duffy stuff. It's always crazy. Um, but, Are you going to yeah, try we'll, any of the, the recipes on the website? Probably not. <laughs> I never do. I never. I, I, I never do either. They like I know they're on them. there. I think they're only in Japanese. They're only in Japanese, but uh, yeah. it's like pretty straightforward stuff, though. Yeah. Um, besides the merchandise, it's also really cute decorations in Cape Cod, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, there's banners with. Uh, I was I was gonna say Mickey and Minnie. That's not it. Um, Duffy, Shelly Mae, Jelly Tony, and Stella Lou. And there's also like little art projects set up. I don't know how else to describe them. That's what they look like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about this stuff. Yeah, it kind of it's it's a little I don't want to say much, but I guess it's a little much. It's it's, it's let me tell you. I think it's the same person that did the design for like the Stella Lou stuff that was all over American Waterfront which looked kind of like gaudy and awful. I think it's the same person. Yeah, and so some of it's like, okay. Like some of it's okay. Like the main decoration with the flowers is fine cuz it's flowers and it's a little photo spot. But like then you get to like I don't know what they're going for. Like, for example, the lobster building. It's just like the Stella Lou decorations are just they're just like so I don't know. It's like too much. It's not matching the this is like this is also something that we're going to go into with Pixar. It's like this stuff is just like thrown onto the different buildings without any concern of it blending into the building or matching the surroundings. So it's just like really, um, it's like really uh, jarring, jarring. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like very jarring. It's like it's not matching at all. And it's like, who, why, why did, why would you do it like that? Why wouldn't you consider the surrounding areas? It's like somebody, it's like, like my image is that somebody was on a computer and they're like, this is the design. And they, then they're like, then they photoshopped it onto the actual buildings and like there, just put it there. And that's what they did without thinking about what it would look like you know they it's like it was mm-hmm. done separately you know yeah the because like right by the um, duffy meet and greet there's the stella Lou and the gelatoni um decorations which yeah. i think what they were going for is like art project that like, stella Lou made and she put it there and same with gelatoni so uh, it like uh, it looks a little juvenile so i don't know if that's the aesthetic they were going for i really don't know but yeah there was a lot like there was a lot going on, I guess. It could have been scaled back maybe just a little bit. Yeah, like take colors um, into consideration. Isn't Gelatoni supposed to be an artist? What is all this crap in his area? I don't understand. Um, And uh, what's his name? Uh, Duffy's uh, seagull friend? Pelican? Yeah. Seagull? Whatever. Is he a seagull? He's a, I think he's he's a, seagull. a seagull. Is his name Tip, Tippy? Tippy. Name? Tippy Blue. Tippy. Yeah, he's getting some love. 
he's he actually cute. has like I don't mind him yeah. getting love because he's a cutie. Yeah, he has a little photo op spot um, near the lighthouse, kind of. Kind of, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's yeah, a little pier where the boats are. Yeah, so yeah, he has like a little statue there, and it's really cute. Um, and then there's a photo op area with all four of the Duffy and friends are all like hugging each other. And it says Duffy, like there's a banner that says Duffy Heartwarming Days, which is actually really cute. That one's very cute. Yeah. I like that. That, that it, one it actually was, works. That was really well done. That was really good. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, the Duffy and Shelley May meet and greets. So Duffy's wearing his uh, Heartwarming Days outfit. And Shelley May, poor Shelley May, <laughs> they can't seem to figure out where to put her. Uh, she's back in Cape Cod now. Uh, she is <laughs> behind Cape Cod cook-off. It's kind she's of like, like where she used to be, though. Close. Close to where she used to be. <laughs> it's just it's so funny because normally she's in the American waterfront, but she was displaced because that's where the Pixar stuff is. So... Obviously, you're not. They're not going to put her there. And then over Christmas, she was in the the plaza area, like right at the entrance of Disney Sea. And then now she's in Cape Cod. So they keep moving her around, which is like really confusing for me to explain to people because I, you know, when I write guides, I'm like, oh, you can find Shelley May here, but they keep moving her every three months. So I don't yeah, know. <laughs> you know, things are always changing. You know. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of funny how she keeps getting moved around. <laughs> Poor Shelley May. I wish they would have like a permanent spot for her, like what they do with Duffy. Yeah, that would be and nice. That would just make everything so much easier. But I don't know if Shelley May gets the lines that Duffy does. I don't really pay much attention, to be quite she's, honest. She's usually easier to see. So maybe there's shorter mm. lines. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it doesn't warrant like a permanent spot. I don't know. Either way, uh, you can meet both Duffy and Shelley May in Cape Cod for Duffy Heartwarming Days. Um, if you do want to meet Duffy, though, uh, make it a priority first thing in the morning. Like, forego your fast passes, all that stuff. Go for Duffy right away because his weight does not go down at all. Like, I was there first thing in the morning last week. Well, I, you know, granted, it was the first, the, the starting of him wearing the costume. So it's right. going to garner a little longer lines. But first thing in the morning, it was at 90 minutes. Yeah, that sounds greeting. right. <laughs> so, like, whenever I go by, it's usually hovering between 60 and 90 minutes. Yeah. And that's on a slower day. I mean, now that, oh, we didn't talk about this on the news, but um, it's going into the winter hours. So the park is closing earlier. Oh, yeah, that's really important. I can't believe we didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I totally you're right. I'm sorry. Um, but on those days, it might actually not be so bad. Yeah, because it's cold. It's really cold. And the wind has been terrible. Early. Yeah, the wind has been pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, it's been like, bundle up people, wear layers. That's all I, that's all I'll say, wear layers. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to regret it. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, make sure to check the the official website for the park hours because yeah they'll open at nine and close at seven and disneyland like, even has a few days where they close at six thirty, like a couple of days so yeah so yeah keep that in mind but also you know shorter days means less people too so you can get a lot done in those shorter hours which is good yeah i mean like a lot less people i mean like Pooh's honey hunt like the other day was like at eight minutes you know 
It's yes. like it's much easier, even though you suffer. <laughs> oh, really quick before we talk about Pixar, mm-hmm. I finally figured out what fourteen means at Pooh's Honey Hunt. Fourteen is Eeyore. Eeyore. I didn't know that. I was. I saw it. But I'm like, what does fourteen mean on the wait times? Because you know how they have eighty two, yeah. which is which in Japanese it says honey. Yeah, it's a play on words. I didn't know what 14 meant for the longest time. I'm like, what is 14? And then uh, someone tweeted out. It was in Japanese. Someone tweeted out. I'm like, oh, my goodness. 14 means Eeyore because one in Japanese is E, like Ichi. Yeah. And then four is Yon. Yeah. So like E-Yon. E-Yore. Like it's it's kind of a stretch, but it's Eeyore. I'm like, wow. I finally know what that means. Pooh's Honey Hunt has a lot of those like special numbers. They also have just like eight by itself to mean B, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they yeah. So if you see a weird number on an attraction, yeah, there's, it's usually a play on words of some sort. It probably means something. <laughs> it means something because why would they have the wait time in eight minutes? Mm-hmm. Like why? Or why would they have it at fourteen? Like it, like it obviously logically it doesn't make sense, but yeah. Just for fun, anyway. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this Pixar playtime. Oh my goodness, um, it's a very interesting concept what they did with this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying not to be too negative about it. Um, trying to come and. Um, the food looks good. The food is actually quite nice. Um, I will give it to them. The food and the merchandise is really well done. Mm-hmm. I like the designs um, for the menu this year for the Pixar. The food. Yeah, the food. Like, the like anytime you can make a character-themed steamed bun, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always true. a win. So <laughs> there's a Sully steamed bun that replaces the sh- the Chandu tail in um, Arabian Coast. And it's round. And it's blue with... The purple dots. Did they get that right? Yeah, blue with yeah. purple dots. <laughs> For a second, I thought I got it inverted. But yeah, anyway, right. yeah. has that and has the cream chicken with pepper and corn in it. How was it? It wasn't bad. It was better than the Chandu tail because the Chandu tail is just straight up cream chicken. Mm-hmm. At least with this, there's pepper in it. So it has a little bit of a kick, like okay. a very small kick. Um, but... It's a blue steamed bun that looks like silly. Like, how can you go wrong with that? It's really cute and colorful. It looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like it's like something out of USJ. <laughs> That's so, yeah. Doesn't it? USJ has a lot of those type like of buns. Really like the really colorful foods. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder, like, should I be eating this? Answer is probably not, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um there's also there's a there's a Toy Story food set at Mama Biscotti's, which is just straight up carbs, is what it is. Of course. Um, there's like a long bread, um, like I think there's a sausage in it, and it's like supposed to represent Slinky Dog because it's yeah, long. Yeah, that's cute. And then there's also the bun. Um, you know the uh, regular bun, um, or not bun bread that has like the egg on top. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like egg and bacon or something on it. Um, they have one for the Toy Story one, but it looks like the Pixar ball. Yeah. You know, with the, the star on it. So like the egg, the egg yolk and the yolk looks like a star. So that's pretty cute. And then it comes with the, the green alien mochi, which easy win. Why not? 
Um, so that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, I have the t I have the today guide map open, so I'm gonna cheat. <laughs> I like the Chinese restaurant menu. Oh, with the steam or with the Mike Wazowski steamed or with the Mike Wazowski dim sum. Yeah, that's pretty. I haven't cute. tried that. I haven't tried that yet. It looks cute, but I remember trying the one for the 15th anniversary that had Goofy on it, mm -hmm. and I wasn't a big fan. Oh, I wonder if it's so the same I'm, flavor. I'm, yeah, it looks like it'd be the same. Uh, I don't remember what was in it, but I just remembered it was just it was a little bland. Yeah, that's what I remember. Um, but yeah, at the um, not China Voyager, <laughs> Volcania. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. Um, it's like a noodle set, and the but there's a a Sully roll cake. <laughs> so it's blue with the purple dots. I'm sure it's fine. I haven't had that yet either. It's a roll cake. Like, there's not too much in terms of flavor you can do with a roll cake, really. Uh, but the, it, it, it looks cute. The McQueen sandwich looks really good. Yes, I want to try that. So it's like a red bun. Mm -hmm. With roast pork and cheese. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. No. It, it doesn't say in the map here. It just says roast pork and cheese. It doesn't give you the details, yeah. No. Uh, and then there's an, um, like we have, since the, the Nemo and Friends Sea Rider open, we've been getting a lot of Nemo themed snacks, mm -hmm. uh, which they still have. But we also have this, like, it's called the Coral Reef Cake. And it's like a yogurt and raspberry mousse cake. But it's made to look like Coral Reef and Nemo's on the top. So he's like swimming through the Coral Reef. So that's kind of cute. Yeah, it is. Um, there's also a uh, another Toy Story set, food set. And this is at the Yucatan Base Camp Grill. And it comes with like a, a woody hat shaped bread and a star deep fried something or other <laughs> with a bunch of vegetables. And there's like a piece of bread that says Andy on it. So you know how... What's your thought about that piece of bread? Because I'm like, isn't that written on the guy's shoe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're eating the heel of Woody isn't or Buzz. Isn't that kind of gross? If you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. Just eat it. Well, there's also like, if you want to go a little higher up in price, they have um, like a Remy set, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which looks really mm. nice. But I want to say it's about 8,000 yen. I want to say if you pay a little bit more, or, or even not even more, like depending if you go for lunchtime, at the different hotels, um, the Pixar menu looks really gorgeous and um, similar price point. So you can get a lunch menu at um, 5,000 yen. You can get a dinner menu at a Ichiman yen, which is like about $100. So like like about 20 bucks more than the Magellan's. And it looks like really, really nice dining you know at oceano um if you go to uh, silk road they have some really lovely dishes the um the incredibles menu at um where is it in the bella vista lounge looks really really cool and the lunch menu is at 49 so again about 50 dollars and um 100 for dinner so really really hmm. nice yeah so if you're looking for a more high-end experience you're probably better going off to the in the hotel. Well, Hotel Mira Costa anyway. I feel, yeah, I think that would be really nice. And and like I said, like if you go to Magellan's, it's eight thousand yen. 
but the level of quality in the hotel i would say is equal to or maybe even a little higher and the lunch comes out at 5000 yen so it's a bargain for like mm. for nicer dining you know yeah oh, so much to eat there is so much to <laughs> eat and the menu does look really really good for this event so i have to give it that for sure um there's also this pineapple drink uh that's available at a few a few places um, you can also get this Pixar Playtime souvenir spoon if you like. It That's actually true. it looks really cute. It has like all the characters on it and stuff. Um, I haven't tried this, but there's actually a cocoa themed meal at Miguel's. How can we which, forget that? Yes. Um, and That's it has like the like, only thing that fits the theme of one of the areas of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so. The rice, the buttered rice, is in the shape of a guitar, That's cute. which is brilliant. Um, and there's all you can get a souvenir uh, placemat if you like as well, yeah. which has which has uh, cocoa and stuff on it, which is actually quite nice. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking of cocoa, um, like the movie's not out here yet; it's not out until March, so we still got like just under two months. Before it comes out in Japan, which is so bizarre, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but for theming or decorations, I should say, um, there's a gorgeous cocoa mural, hand painted mural, just outside Miguel's. Like I have it on, I posted a picture on Instagram, and it is gorgeous. And you can tell it's hand painted if you go right up to it. You can tell like it, it's not just a vinyl thing that they put over. No, like you go, like they painted it on the wood. So I don't know how long they're, like if it's going to be there for a while or if it's going to go away once the event's over. I have no idea. But either way, it's gorgeous. It actually it really fits is. the area. It does. It really does. And then also inside the, um, inside the restaurant, there's more decorations, um, there's also the the uh, guitar from the movies in there. That's cool. Um, and there's also like the uh, tapestries. I'm not too sure what the proper name is name is for them, but um, like the I don't know the decorations that hang from the ceiling that are like like have all the characters cut like cut into them. Um, those are all those are there as well. So really nice, really really nice. Um, the merchandise, merchandise is cute, really cute. Um, I'll pick our stuff. Uh, there's a really nice t-shirt that I'm probably going to buy, uh, that has, it's like, you know, one of those crazy pattern shirts that Tokyo Disney Resort is well known for. <laughs> there's that. And then of course we have like the typical keychains and all that stuff. Um, one thing a lot of people have been really enjoying are the ear hats. Let's say Pixar Playtime on it, but you can buy individual stickers to put on, like to stick on the the ears. And they have, what is it, 32 or 36 or something? Let me, let me check. There's a lot. Uh, 36. They have thir 36 different stickers, and they're all Pixar characters. So they have characters from Up, from Matatui, from The Incredibles. They even have Coco. And I think they have pretty much every movie or pretty close to it um, in sticker form, which I think is actually pretty awesome. 
And then there's uh, the the pins and stuff. And there's a really nice stationary set, like a Pixar stationary set that's 8,000 yen. Oh, my gosh. But it... What does it come like, with? Um, there's a notebook and memo pad and oh, a pen. Oh, I see it. It does and, look nice. Like, it looks like it's worth that much. Like, it's it's really classy, I guess. It looks like it's good material. Yeah, like, it doesn't look like it's cheap. Yeah. Like, it's definitely worth that price point. And it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that you get. And it comes in a nice box. So it oh, makes yeah, a good like, gift. Really nice box. And then there's also a cheaper version that just comes with, like, some pencil crayons and stuff. And it has, like, Pixar, like, circular Pixar characters faces and stuff Yeah, this one is like for kids it's got yeah. color pencils an eraser a little sharpener pencils memo things and then like a little notebook and it also comes in a box a really cute box <laughs> so yeah food merchandise um as most i would say as most uh events it's a win uh let's talk about the other stuff now Ah, <laughs> uh, the fun stuff um it's all centered, like, the theme of this, like, Pixar Playtime stuff, is all around games. It's like an extension of um, Toy Story Media. Yeah, it, it, it's all game-based. So where do we even start? Um, there's a game that you can play. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff you can do. So there's a game you can play um, with your Today Guide, if you grab the Japanese one. Um, and you can collect stickers. So there's four stickers you can collect. Um, from cast members at different parts of the park. So, like, if you're in Mysterious Island or Port Discovery, you find a cast member. And, like, for when you find these cast members, you're supposed to say a specific catchphrase. And you get a sticker, and you can put on your... Like, there's a spot on the Today Guide map to place the sticker. So, it, you know, it's fun for kids. Um, so, the Mysterious Island Port Discovery one is Dory... And the catchphrase catchphrase you're supposed to say, and it's a Japanese phrase, and this is the only one that's in Japanese, it's Saiko Daze, which essentially means that's awesome. <laughs> Again, that's Saiko Daze. Um, I, I have this also on our, our uh, YouTube video if you want to go check that out because I, I, I write it out in English characters. So if, if you want to see how that is... Um, then the American Waterfront, yeah, um, is a Mater sticker. And the catchphrase you're supposed to say is Kachow. <laughs> <laughs> that was Which, easy. Yeah, pretty easy. Um, and then in the Mediterranean Harbor is Ratatouille. And the catchphrase is Bon Appetit. <laughs> Very easy. Um, and then in the Arabian Coast and Lost River Delta area, it's Russell from Up and his phrase. And this must be from the movie and I just don't remember or something. I don't know. But his catchphrase is Kakagao, which I think is a bird call. Yeah, it sounds like a bird call. Yeah. So it's Kakagao. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's like stickers and stuff you can collect from the cast members. So that's you know fun for the kids. Do you get anything for collecting all the stickers? The satisfaction that you got them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I can. Re- that's all I can see here. That's all you get. Because um, 
like in Epcot a few years ago, they had like um, like a Cars event when the Cars movie came out, and you would collect little stickers, and you would get the pin button for the movie, like to advertise the movie. Mm. So I was wondering if they were doing something similar no, with I like didn't a see Remember that. Me or something like that. Oh, yeah. And Coco is called Remember Me in Japan. Right. It's, it's not called Coco. It's Remember Me. <laughs> um, and there's also, there's four different games you can play. So there's like these little game game stations, four of them throughout the park. Um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, there's, the games look kind of fun. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fine. <laughs> like... When I like when I watch them because I haven't actually done them, I just watched. Mm-hmm. Like for a short event, well, short being two months, um, three months. Well, I mean, when we months. say two months, we mean three or four years. <laughs> yeah. So like the amount of effort that went into these is actually a lot. Yeah. So there's two in the American Waterfront. There's a uh, Toy Story game where. You have to, so you have the the Mr. Spelling, Mr. Spell or whatever, what, what is that toy's name? The one that oh, spells the oh, stuff out on the screen. I had one of those, the Spello, what? What is it called? Yeah. Anyway, whatever his name is, um, it's you and f- three other people. Uh-huh. And on the screen, it'll spell out a word and it's all in English. Yeah. And then it's a ring toss game. So you have to toss rings to spell out the word because each ring has a word like a letter on it right and the first person to spell it out wins okay and and if you win you you get a sticker so that's pretty much it um then there's a cars one in the same area in the american waterfront uh where you have to like get your car from one end of it's kind of like oh like these are kind of carnival type games yeah so um, this one, you have to get your car from one end to the other. It, like, it's a race, of course. And how you control the, the vehicle is you have to spin this tire to, like, make the vehicle, like, move fast. Uh, yeah, through, I got it. Yeah. Through the obstacle course. So, you know, the, again, that's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a Ratatouille board or game where you and one other person have to take all the vegetables out of these pan or out of the bowls, put them into this big frying pan. And it's kind of like reverse operation where you have to put everything into the correct slot. I want to play that. Yeah. So you have like, yeah, I think it's like 30 seconds or something to like get all the pieces into the frying pan in the proper spot. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the game is called like everyone can cook. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, and then the other one is up themed and it's a it's the house. Like there's like a gigantic house. Mm-hmm. Um and the game is you push the button, like there's like two game stations and they're both at like the windows of the house on the porch. And you push the button and a ball comes out the top of the window and you have like clouds in the window that you have to like rotate to like guide the ball into a hole at the bottom of the windowsill. And that's pretty so, much it. Like involved. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, and there's also like game pieces beside uh-huh. all these games um, that just represent game piece that's missing from the big game board in the American Waterfront yeah. area. Um, and then, so that's pretty much it for like the 
decorations. And of course, there's banners and stuff in the Mediterranean Harbor. And there's also some Lightning McQueen posters in the American waterfront. Yeah. And so that's pretty much it for the extent of Pixar theming. Like if we can... In the park. Yeah. It's it's not themed to the park. It's like Pixar threw up on the park. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just kind of there. It's very jarring. A little... Yeah, it kind of is. Um, and as for entertainment... Um, Lightning McQueen actually does this kind of, it's, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, he does his victory lap kind of, he kind of takes the uh, same route that Stella Lude does in her drive-by mm-hmm. or her drive, <laughs> her drive-by, <laughs> her greeting that she used to do. Yeah. Um, it's, but this time it's Lightning McQueen, but there's a whole bunch of dancers that come out and they have like, you know, like the racing flags and stuff and they do this dance and there's like some explanation and stuff. And it's like they're they're like cheerleaders, and then they kind of walk Lightning McQueen down like down the street, and everyone's cheering and everything, like you know, saying "Yay, McQueen won!" You know, things like that. Um, Wouldn't that and be a, great at Disneyland, where you could do the lap around where the castle is? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, there's that there. Um, it was it was fun. It was a cute little show. Um, it's kind of funny hearing Lightning McQueen say "kachow," but <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Um, probably one of the bigger things, like if you're a character person, tons of meet and greets with these Pixar characters. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, they're they're around the harbor and the American waterfront, um, and they come out during the day. Um, so yeah, there's there's just Pixar characters everywhere. So if you're a character person that loves meeting characters, then you're gonna love this. Um, there's no really like set schedule when the characters come out because like there's just so many of them. So I like I think they come out in like groups of you know like the movies. So like characters from Inside Out would be out. Like when I was there, I saw Sadness and Joy. They were out, and then later in the day, I saw picture pictures of like Mike Wazowski and Sully, and then I saw Ratatouille, and then um, Carl and Russell, Carl Russell and Doug from Up were out. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, but they're already out in Port Discovery anyway, mm-hmm. so nothing nothing new there. Um, and some some other um, characters. Toy Story, of course, but again, we we've already had Toy Story before. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a very character heavy um, event. Fair enough, right? Um, then there's the the I don't really want to call it a harbor show because I don't. It's like it's, it's against the harbor, or it's. It's at in the, the harbor, harbor, but it's not in the harbor. Like, it's not a traditional harbor show. It's like, you know, at Disneyland, super duper jumping time. Yeah. It's like a bigger version of that. Yeah. To me, like, this show is probably the thing I like the least about this event. <laughs> the show was a very, for me, it was a big letdown. But again, I wasn't expecting too much with it anyway. Because I thought, how could they have a harbor show with Pixar characters? Like, there's, I can't formulate anything they could do with it. 
that would be really good. If you so used I went with creativity. It could be good. Because, <laughs> like, for example, like at Disneyland, right? One summer, they had this Monsters, Inc. event, right? So if you were to do it like this, you would just go straight up Monsters, Inc., go on the stage, wave at people, do some stupid whatever repetitive thing, and then go back. But what they did was they made, like, this nightclub, and the show was freaking amazing. It was, like, not, like, this super complex show, but it was so fun it was like a blast and it was and it was pixar it was monsters inc but it was like a totally like something you would never think of relating to monsters inc and it worked so well so if you use creativity you can do really interesting things with these characters so they could have done something to kind of tie it to disney c they just didn't bother yeah so essentially how the show is set up it's only in mickey square which is the main part of the Mediterranean harbor it's like it's a stationary show, so there's like a st- they have like a setup that doesn't move, and then the characters all come out towards that. And how it works is there's like there's four parts to the show. The first three parts are just essentially audience participation in games, which so the first one is Toy Story, and they get um, everyone who's sitting in the middle part. Um, to be on different teams. So there's like Woody, Buzz, Bullseye, and Jesse. And they all have like different dances to do. So they spend five minutes explaining these dances for every single section, which takes a long time. Then they do like the dancing competition. So like who wins, who gets the most points, blah, blah, blah. Which I'm like, well, if I was in the audience, like that part of the audience, I think it would have been fun once. But I was outside of it. I'm like, okay, well, can we just get on with the show? <laughs> like, can we get on to the next thing? So they did that with the Toy Story characters and yay, whatever team won. And then they move on to the next thing, which was Mr. Incredible or the, uh, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible came out. And again, it was a game and they had to do what they called superhero exercise. <laughs> so the thing is like when you're describing this, you have to say who the show is aimed for. And it's a very, very clear demographic. And I'm not just like, when you say kids, though, it's a very specific age group. This is like kindergarten and pre-kindergarten age range. This is not, even like my son would never sit through this. This is not for older kids. No. Um, So, yeah, they have this thing with the Incredibles. And then, of course, like the big monster comes out and they have like this inflatable, like, you know, that tentacle monster in the movie. Uh, that there's a big inflatable one that comes out and everyone has to destroy it with superhero exercise. So everyone has to learn the dance and they do it and then they destroy it. Yay. Everyone wins. Then the next thing is finding Nemo. Um, and it's all about, you know, Nemo got lost and we have to get Nemo back to his, to his dad. And what ends up happening is they have a bunch of the Nemo, finding Nemo characters in these like beach balls and they just throw them into the audience and the audience has to like get the balls to the front and get them in like get them into like a net which is a coral and you can imagine just how long that takes because it's people trying you know audience trying to get the balls to go to the front and um and then they finally do it and they're like yay and then in the end that's when they have all the Pixar characters come out like there's even um 
I never get her name right. The princess from Brave. I always want to call her Miranda, but that's oh, not her name. Merida. Merida. That's I always want to say Miranda. That's the only thing I want to see from this show is to see Merida. That's the only thing I care about. Yeah, she she's in the show. And then all the other characters like Monsters, Inc. comes out. Characters from Up. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Toy Story. Ratatouille. All these characters come out at the end. And then, you know, they do like, you know, this dance and everything, which I thought, you know, it was fine. I thought, like, why wasn't there more of that? It's not well choreographed, but it's, yeah, it's it's just a mess, you know? It, it was, it's one of those things where don't wait for it. Please don't if wait you, for it. You will feel so sad <laughs> if you wait just, for this show. Like, if you happen to be in the area when it starts, watch it once and then call it a day. You can wa- walk by it and you'll get the idea of what it is. Yeah, like, like my like my criticism with the show was there was too much game stuff happening like if they would have done just one game that would have been fine and then the rest maybe a story of some sort or something but there was there it it just wasn't a cohesive show and uh, it it was it was disappointing i'll just put it that way it wasn't it wasn't very well done unfortunately did you see the remy like little mini show because i heard that was actually cute i saw half of it and the reason before that because the wind was blowing the food everywhere, so they uh, had to cancel the show. The wind, um, yeah, because yeah. like like they're act- like so the Remy show is in the American waterfront, or sorry, in um, Mediterranean Harbor, uh, right in front of Zambini Brothers, and yeah, so Ratatouille comes out and shows people how to cook, and it's a cute little show, okay. which I thought I'm like, you know what, this works. Yeah, it's a cute little show. It's not this big production thing, but it's it's about Ratatouille, and, and you know Ratatouille is about cooking. So that's what they focused on. And they did it, like, from what I saw, they did, it, it, it was fine. It's a 20-minute show. He comes out, and they're, like, pretending to be, like, in a French restaurant, and they want to teach people how to cook and stuff. And that was that was good. Okay. So, like, see that for sure. Like, it, it it's a cute show. I kind of wish they did more of that. Like yeah. instead of like this this mess of a Pixar Playtime Pals show, maybe you've done like really smaller, hyper focused shows. Like done like a like a special Toy Story show, and then maybe an Incredibles show, and then a Nemo show. Not that we need another Nemo show, but you know what I mean. Like maybe had the, these little shows around the park. Or they could have just done a completely different event, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just, like, thinking, yeah. like, kind of what they did with Ratatouille. Apply that to the other ones as well. So they could have done something like that, and I think it may have worked out better. I don't know. I, like, I'm not the one that puts this together. So what do I know, <laughs> right? Who is putting uh, these together? Um. So overall, Pixar Playtime, eh. It's not a fit for Disney C. It really isn't. Um, there are good things about it, but for the most part, it just, it doesn't feel Disney C. Um, you know, going back to what we've had in the past. This is one of the lower, yeah, this is one of the low points. I don't, I don't know what's going on with this at all. So hopefully, yeah, once we get the Easter event, maybe they'll do something special for it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if, if you... If you happen to find yourself there during Pixar Playtime... Um, Use the crowds at Pixar Playtime to ride rides. Yeah, there you go. 
But yeah, you know, like I guess one of the good things about Pixar Playtime, which I've already mentioned, is if you're into characters, especially Pixar characters, you're gonna love this just for the pictures, really. Because we don't get like a lot of these characters aren't normally in the park. I mean, if you go to the US parks though, like the overseas parks yeah. have these characters though. So if you can see them without a wait, do it in the US. You yeah. know, if there's if there's one character that shows up I think all these characters are in the US, so it's not it's, like yeah. you know, it's not like a unique thing for if you're visiting from there. Yeah. But like if you're you know, if you're someone that's you know, either lives here or from like, you know, Australia, Singapore, somewhere like that where you going to the US is not really easy. Like so then coming here if you're a fan, then you know, of course you're gonna want to see them at the Pixar playtime. So trying to be positive here. Oh no. <laughs> trying, there's not a lot trying to find with the good. this with this event, there's not a lot, but um um but yeah. the Miguel, the the Coco the remember me um area is nice and i wish they yes. would which is so crazy that they did nothing with it except for like a, a tiny little area because that actually is matching one of the ports at Disney Sea you know so it's it's insane to me that they did nothing with that but yeah like they could have made like a coco show or some sort yeah or, absolutely <laughs> like you they know? could have had like you know how we there's been live entertainment there? Uh-huh. Why then did they do live entertainment of, like, you know, skeletons singing the Remember Me song exactly. and all this stuff? They've had musicians in the restaurant before, for example. You know, you could have had, like, they've done, like, um, a Day of the Day parade, parade before. Um, they could have done something for Coco with that. You know, there's, like, so much that they could have done. Like, where you don't even have to use your imagination. It just fits already, you know? So it's like... I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's kind of, it's really bizarre. Go to Frozen. Go to Frozen Fantasy. (laughs) So if anyone's listening that's worked on this, um, take our criticisms, please, and And, make it better. Please don't. Make it better for next year because we know we're getting it next year, so. Don't do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, there's people that, you know, powers that be that we have a say in this stuff, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Pixar Playtime and Duffy Heartwarming Days at Disney Sea. Again, that runs from January 11th until March 19th, 2018. And we do have information on our website and on our YouTube channel and stuff like that. So if you want to go check that all out, we have it all on there for you. Oh, we, we finally get to our park tip. <laughs> Ooh, what's our park tip? So this is kind of... Um, so this is something, again, this kind of goes back to the... We've been here for so long, we just don't think of it because it's so part of our everyday life. But get yourself a Pasmo or Suica, which is a IC card or like a card that you load money onto to pay for the monorail or pay for the train instead of buying individual tickets. It's of course, so much if easier, you guys. It makes your life so much easier. And of course, uh, with the monorail, um, only do that if you don't need a, a monorail pass. So um, if you're just paying for like one one trip, um, you can use your uh, sweet car pass and we'll just tap on. Um, super convenient. You can get them at pretty much any JR station. You can even do it at my Hama station. Um, on the official JR website, they have instructions in english on how to do it they even have a video showing you how to do it it's super simple like you you like you don't even need to watch the video to figure it out like there's an english button you just walk through the steps um you have to pay a 500 yen deposit to get the card but 
um, before you leave, if you want to turn in the card, you just turn it in at a JR station at one of the attending, like at the attendance, and you'll get the 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 five hundred yen back plus um, whatever's left on your card minus two hundred twenty yen because they they take like a little they charge you to do that, but. And you can use it on a lot of forms of transportation. You can use it on, like, in, in the city and, and all across Japan. Uh, most train lines, you can use it on most buses, uh, monorails, um, almost, like, so many different forms of transportation. So it's not just only for trains. And you can also use yeah. it on the subway as well. And you can use it to pay for stuff. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to budget yourself, you can, I think you can throw a max of 20,000 yen on it which is about just under $200. Um, and you can pay for stuff at most convenience stores with it, um, like 7-Eleven, Lost, and Family Mart. You could pay at the register with that. Um, and also a lot of vending machines will take them too. Yeah, even Starbucks will take it. Yeah, it's like super simple. All you have to do is just say Suica, and um, everyone will understand what you mean. And just like show them the card, like, okay, and they'll tell you to tap, and there you go, done, easy, simple. And remember, we said that um, attached to a lot of the train stations, there's kind of like a convenience store called Newsdays. They have like a self-checkout and you can use your um, Suica card there and you just tap it and pay and go and you're done. So yep. Act like a local by using the Suica because everybody does it here. We all so do much it. It's easier. And you know what? If you want to Disney it up, they sometimes sell stickers that you can um, you can decorate it with. Yeah. Just be mindful that it might screw up the machine. It happens sometimes. <laughs> if, you're <trying> ch- <laughs> if you're trying to charge it. So, like, I guess a good tip is if you put stickers on it, use the, like, charging machines where you don't have to stick it into the machine. There's ones where you just, like, place it on a mat. I like that. you can charge it that way. Yeah. Or you could just peel so, off the sticker and then put it back on again. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Um, and this relates to our listener question as well. Um, can I charge my Suica or Passamo with a credit card? Uh, the simple answer is no. Uh, it's cash only at the machines. So uh, you can charge them at any like like any machine that you buy the tickets from. You just put it in there. Like if you, if you just put it in, um, it knows right away that you're you know charging it. Yeah. So yeah the easiest is that um again you you can change it to english if you push the english button there's it's big green button you're you're not gonna miss it trust me um but um the complicated answer is you can charge it with a credit card if you have an iphone 8 8 plus or an iphone 10 you can put your suica card on to the phone and then you can use it um, like you can tap with your phone just like you would if you had just like the actual card. So you can tap it on the train, tap it at the store, whatever you can do that. And you can connect it to Apple pay and pay like you normally would. So that's pretty simple. Um, earlier phones, like an iPhone seven, seven plus, um, you can charge with the credit card and stuff on there but the only thing is you have to have purchased the iphone 7 or iphone 7 plus in japan so that's going to be most people probably won't be able to use it unless you bought the phone here in japan because there's like a special like chip or whatever in it that's only used in japan so um if you if you just type into google um charge or like add suica to iphone there's an official like apple 
um, tutorial right on apple.com that explains how to do it for Japan. So you can go check it on there. I, I, I read it earlier. It's super easy to follow. So just go do that. Easy. <laughs> That's our episode. Episode 115. <laughs> we, we, we had a lot to say about Pixar Playtime, didn't we? I have more to say, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> maybe, in the, maybe in the bonus episode, you can just let it all out. You know, let I had nightmares. I was like, I, I was like, I was watching on YouTube with my husband. My husband's like disgusted. And I'm like, darling, what if, and, and I'm like, don't hate me if I tell you this. What if the new port is Pixar Pier? And he's like, shut up. Don't even say it. Why would you say it? <laughs> <laughs> don't give them ideas please someone on twitter said that don't give them ideas man you know i'm so scared that that's what they're gonna do that's what i'm, I'm so scared of that chris because think about it they don't have to design anything they can just copy what they're doing in california so they don't have to pay for any development i'm so scared it's like American scarier water. than halloween american waterfront turns into pixar pier no the whole new port is pixar pier well, no, if, if they're saving money, they're just going to change American Waterfront. No, no, you'd have to change the rides. You do, <laughs> you just copy, you just, and it's uh, it's by the water because it's a pier. Oh my God, I'm so, Chris. <laughs> oh my God. I just oh want them God. to make an announcement soon so I can get that idea out of my head. Yeah, apparently it's supposed to be happening in May. We'll uh, see. An announcement of some sort in May. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. And also make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. So make sure you go and do that. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. And if you found this episode useful, <laughs> um, you can send it to a friend. Um, or if you want you know, to make fun of us for criticizing Pixar Playtime or whatever, you know, there you go. Um, you can find all our guides and everything we talked about on our website, tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. Very simple to find us. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating the Pixar-themed food. And pretty soon, the Frozen-themed food as well. And joining, as always... Is Patricia. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the Pixar event. I'm going to go. I'm going to force myself to go and suffer through it for you guys. Maybe this week. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> and I'm also wondering, okay, speaking of Frozen Fantasy, what happened to that really nice decoration they had in the middle of World Bazaar? Why did they so take that, that actually, out? Oh, my. That actually didn't come there? No! Because oh, I was there just before. Yeah, it's no... It's not there. It's not there at all. And they have like this crappy little mini, like, I can't even call it a stage because it's really tiny, like a stand in its place, I guess, next to the part, blocking the partner statue. Thank you very much, designers, whoever is in charge of these events now. What the hell? Why would they take, that was like really beautiful. Why would they take that out? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, keep exploring. That was a sneak peek of our next episode <laughs> about Frozen Fantasy. So you already know what Patricia thinks about it. I like so, Frozen Fantasy. 
So make sure you do it next <laughs> week, next episode. Oh my goodness. Oh, Patricia, what would we do without you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it here. Bye. All right. <laughs> Keep exploring. <laughs>